That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. You're watching Sound Off. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. If you've been watching a lot of World Cup, you're pretty excited about that open, right? Yeah, an appearance from a Croatian midfielder? Yeah, Ivan Rakitic, and he was, he was a star player for Croatia. Yeah. If you haven't been watching the World Cup, you're thinking, what was that? Who's that guy? Yeah, who's that guy? Just What's a that? random guy in Des Moines kicking yeah. a ball around? Your chance to sound off is now 515-282-9010. The World Cup is done. France and Croatia battled for the title. Ivan Rakitic on Croatia. And it's France that wins it all. It was a thrilling World Cup, but with no Team USA, many did not watch. Sound off on the World Cup or anything else you want to. It's summertime. Let's get the phone lines going. 515 282 9010. The Cyclones unveiled new football uniforms. It's July, people are bored, predictable cheers and jeers ensue. Cyclone fans love, Hawkeye fans deride. Look, the Hawks have classic uniforms, stolen from the Steelers, but if you're going to swipe, steal the best. Meantime, Iowa State has changed uniforms more than head coaches. Not because of alternate hipness, but because nothing stuck. One uni had a bird in a blender and navy trim. Iowa had its own bad idea, outfitting Tim Dwight in feathers that looked more like banana peels. Iowa wisely settled back into classics, which is fine with conservative coach Kirk Ferentz. Ferentz admits he likes tradition, but when all uniforms look this good and you curb stomp Ohio State, it grows on you. Ever notice Cyclone coach Matt Campbell wears more black than Johnny Cash? It's Campbell's favorite, and he's well aware Iowa did not invent the color black, so it was inevitable Iowa State would go black out too. Now, Campbell could point out Iowa State's original school colors were black, silver, and yellow, but I doubt he cares. This isn't about him, or me, or you. It's about players, and more importantly, recruits. They love alternate uniforms. It matters to many, not all, but many. An ESPN poll showed more than half of college football players believe, look sharp, play sharp. Coaches recruiting talk scheme, NFL facilities, and fashion. Paul Rhodes wanted no part of alternate uniforms, which would have suited him better at a school with classics and tradition. He had neither. I do think ISU should incorporate a school color in the blackout look, the way Baylor and many other teams do, outline of cardinal or gold. When you see Team USA, you want some red, white, and blue. You don't want black and white. That leaves out our colors. But again, this is about players. 
The white uniforms are great. Red, an improvement from USC cloning, and the black has us talking, and will be mixed and matched anyway. Win? Fans don't care if the Cyclones wear polka dots. <laughs> I'd like to see that. All right, Keith, it's summertime, which means recruiting takes center stage in college athletics. Fans waiting on the edge of their seats to find out where an 18-year-old kid is going to school. I can't even speak for what some of these kids go through in the recruiting process. At 18, my biggest decision was cargo shorts or jeans. And should I take lunch to school or go with the rectangle-shaped pizza? One week ago, Bettendorf point guard DJ Carton narrowed his college choices to three. The Iowan eliminated Iowa from his list. I always like seeing the different reactions when a kid doesn't choose the hometown school. First, you have the farewell wisher. The fan that hops on social media, wishes the recruit the best of luck as if the two are best of friends. Deep down, we all know this fan is mad but trying to come off as the good guy on social media. Then you have the, ah, we don't need him fan. The fan that tries to convince everyone that the recruit is overrated and that there are plenty of fish in the sea. This same fan would have predicted a final four in two years had said recruit committed to their school. Finally, you have the, I knew it. The coach can't recruit, fan. This guy blames everything on the coach. Fran McCaffrey could have pitched a tent in Carton's front yard, recruited him harder than any player ever, and this fan would still blame the coach. See, I told you he couldn't close the deal. Truth is this, the miss on Carton does hurt the Hawkeyes. It's not the end of the world, but he's a five-star recruit for a reason. The miss, though, wasn't for lack of trying. I can promise you that. All you have to do is look back at last season as to the number one reason why Carton picked Ohio State and not Iowa. Had Iowa been an NCAA tournament team, made a run in the big dance, I think the Hawkeyes have a good shot. But they didn't. Life goes on, as will Iowa basketball. Yeah, it just it, it, it's so apparent that Iowa needs this kind of player. And Carton, point guard. Yeah, point guard. Yeah. And uh, Iowa has a point guard, but, but if they're going to have Bohannon play the point, they have to have somebody who can penetrate, dish, somebody else that can get a shot off the dribble. Bohannon's main threat is shooting threes. Yes. I, mean, I think we can all yeah. agree on that. And, and he's, I think he's, an, he's a better point guard than people give him credit for. But he'd be more useful at the two. Yeah, but if, if you had a guy like Carton getting in the lane and dishing out to you for wide open threes, I mean, imagine a combo like that instead of Bohannon trying to do it all. So that's what I think that's the bigger miss is the point guard miss than actually just missing on DJ Carton. Hey, Carton is a guy that was uh, hardly talked about a year ago, and, man, he is just – He's going, he's going straight up the charts. His, his recruiting over the past 10 months is nothing I've really ever seen in this state. Because I think, you know, Harrison, we all think of Harrison Barnes when we think of, like, you know, the big recruits. He was known for a long time as, you know, one of the best players in the country. DJ Carton, like 10 or 12 months ago, barely had any offers. Mm -hmm. Now he's being offered by everybody. He's a top 20 player in the country getting looks from all over the, the country. And obviously, Ohio State now picks him up as a five-star recruit. And Carton is probably now regarded as the best prospect in Iowa since Harrison Barnes. Mm -hmm. And, John, what do Harrison Barnes and DJ Carton have in common now? Um, yeah, they're both leaving Iowa. Okay, yeah, I, was I, was, I was trying to think on a deeper level, but, yeah, yeah they're yeah. both leaving yeah, Iowa. No, yeah. think on the obvious level. Okay. Uh, but then on top of that, uh, what makes it maybe worse for Carton is he's going to be playing against the Hawkeyes, whereas yeah. at least Harrison Barnes went to North Carolina where you didn't see him in the Big 12 or the Big 10. Yeah, and I think Carton is one of those guys that jumps in and makes an immediate impact. 
Uh, but, I do, but I don't think he's a one-and-done guy, so he's going to be coming to Carver two, four, six times, and people are going to think, oh, what could have been? Yeah, we'll see if North Carolina or Duke or somebody <laughs> come in and swipe him out at the last minute. A time for lookalikes with a local connection. The tiny ref judges, uh, Russ's niece, Baby Oakley. Russ, one of our, uh, one of our faithful sound-off viewers. Baby Oakley looks like Walter. Tiny ref? Wow. Someday, Russ, show this to Oakley and find out what kind of sense of humor Oakley has, right? <laughs> no kidding, yeah. Uh, Brittany says, my Layla looks like Ice Cube. Tiny ref? It's the all-baby edition. Oh, John, is this one of the more bizarre back-to-back lookalikes we've had? Yeah, a, tiny a baby ref, looks like Ice Cube. Yeah, and Tiny ref liked them both. If Cyclone fans aren't incensed that they're only picked seventh in the Big 12 this year, then, then, well, then they're smart fans. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Follow us on Sound Off. It's at SoundOff13. Sam writes, long time coming. Hopeful that the damage can be undone. The cards can get back to what's uh, them so good in the past. What's them so good? <laughs> what's, what's made them so good? What's made them so good, yeah. Uh, doing the little things exceptionally well. Sam, we know what you mean. Talking about Mike Matheny being fired. Easy T writes, as a Cubs fan, I can't enjoy this. This is a real opportunity for the cards to turn things around. Iowa State pick for seventh in the Big 12 is just plain stupid. But Andy says the poll did Iowa State a favor. Another preseason poll is out, and wouldn't you know, Iowa State is picked to finish seventh out of ten. In any other year, that's pretty good, but not in this one. Not after toppling Oklahoma and TCU. Not after winning a bowl game. Not after being ranked in the top 25 of another preseason poll. Well, you know what? Forget about it. Ever since David loaded up that sling, the underdog role has been popular. <laughs> Even coaches like Bobby Bowden, who were almost never underdogs, would make a run at the role. Coastal Carolina, that's a good football team. We'll be lucky to score it all. When you're favored, you get lazy. When you're an underdog, you're motivated. It's every coach's best friend. But. A few years back, along comes Sports Illustrated magazine with this fantastic little column on how being underrated is actually overrated. They said, who wants to get less credit than they deserve? Meanwhile, being overrated is actually underrated. Respect, glory, and all the other spoils without having to work for them? Who would turn that down? It was a funny play on words. But let's be real. If you're Iowa State, you want to wear this underdog badge until someone comes up and rips it off your chest. You want teams coming to Ames feeling overconfident. You want them holding their homecomings when you're at their place. You want Matt Campbell to be overlooked and Hakeem Butler to be undercovered and Ray Lima to be able to sneak into the huddle and David Montgomery to keep making defenders look stupid for thinking they could arm tackle him and for visiting teams to be underprepared for the noise and wind and cold at Jack Trice Stadium. You want those things for at least another year. And once you lose them, once you start getting every team's best effort, you'll wish you had them back. Being underrated is underrated. It means you're good. 
and can get better and can make opponents look silly and make their fans embarrassed and quiet because they didn't see you coming. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Being underrated is underrated. It's underrated, yeah, okay. it's correct. Uh, when we return on Sound Off, who's in your five reminds us of the five people in the Sound Off Hall of Fame. Oh boy. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. In response to Iowa State being picked seventh in the Big 12, Chad writes, 11 conference wins in five years get you dropped to the bottom. In my opinion, they believe that Okie State, ISU, K-State, and Texas could finish four through seven, and since ISU has the worst track record of them, they get dropped to the bottom. Makes sense to me, but preseason polls are dumb anyway. Dumb. All right, who's in your five Sound Off Hall of Famers? All right. At number five, Chris from Green Bay. Who? Chris from Green Bay. Who's this? Constant nose hair. Finally retired from being annoying. Uh, thank you, television gods. Number four, my man B Ross. Oh, uh, B Ross. Saw him at the Barnstormers Championship game. Audio and cameo master, plus, as you see, knows how to hold a 40. Uh, number three, <laughs> round guy. First co host for six years. Changed jerseys every week. Most fond of that Yankees jersey. Number two, Chris Hassel. Television's uh -oh. Chris Hassel. Took video sketches to a level not reached before or since. Yep, doing well. And number one, Sound Off Hall of Famer, Andy Fails. What's bugging Andy became Sound Off's most buzzed about weekly feature, and he's been doing it, believe it or not, for 17 years. Those are your five Sound Off Hall of Famers. Now, wait, 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 wait. You, you started this show, like, what, 20 years ago? Uh, 22, almost 23, yeah. How, how are you not on, like, in the Hall of Fame, and more importantly, my nickname is Mr. Soundoff. Why am I not on the top five list? First of all, you gave yourself the nickname Mr. Soundoff. I don't think that's true. And, and you have to be retired. Well, we see Andy every week. He's not retired. He, he left. He went to Kansas City, and we put him in the Soundoff Hall of Fame. And then he missed us so much, he came back. But by then, we couldn't take him back out of the Hall of you Fame. You can't we, take him out? If you, well, no, I mean, we couldn't take the bust back down. All right. I mean, right. I, I, f I feel like you and I should be at least two or three on that list, probably. Hang on a second. Old Spice is directing again today. Okay. I feel like he's punking me. Is this accurate, what I'm seeing here on number one? Oh, boy. It, oh, it is. Okay. Chris from Green Listen Bay. Listen up, TV boy. Uh -oh. Hey, please, again, why do you always interrupt me? Stop interrupting me, TV boy. Hey, who's the idiot beaker-looking Delta Bravo sitting next to you? He needs to shut the hell up. What? Hey, I just got to say one thing right now. What's up, Iowa meth heads? How you doing? I'm back. And you know what? As far as this top five goes, I'm the reason why this show even exists. Number five? Are you kidding me? Why am I behind that idiot who can't even keep a job at ESPN hassle? And that wannabe mime Andy fails. B. Ross and Round Guy? Sure. I'll give it up for them. They're legends. But seriously, do I have to repeat myself? I am the reason why Sound Off exists. I got one more thing to say. God bless the Vince, the Green Bay Packers and Vince Lombardi and Des Moines, you suck. Uh, out of retirement wow. for, uh, um, for one night. That was uh, Chris 
from Green Bay. I would have much rather heard from Round Guy or, or B. Ross. B. Ross, yeah. Or Hassel Maybe could have called Hassel. in. Yeah. Hassel's drunk this time of night, but if, <laughs> if somehow he was sober. All right, when we come back, only one former Sound Off co host had the balls to go drag. Face Off is next. You can email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. George Niang and Naz Mitri Long both signed with Jazz. All we need is Monte and Deontay to get traded to Utah, a friend to get fired from Chicago and picked up by the Jazz, Cyclone Reunion in Salt Lake City, <laughs> Grant in Winterset. Yeah, there's your uh, team to compete against the Warriors, right? You're right there, yeah, in the West. All right, time to ping pong some more topics. We call it face-off. Earlier this week, the All-Iowa Attack U-17 girls team out of Ames won the Nike National Championship. Then after winning, the team got a picture with Kevin Durant. That's a game they'll never forget. What an amazing experience. Future Cyclone Kylie Fearbach hit the game-winning three. The title led to some fun tweets, too, mm -hmm. like, uh, oh, great, All-Iowa Attack won the championship. Now Kevin Durant <laughs> wants to join that team, too. That's pretty good. Seneca Wallace is still playing football. Okay, flag football, but the former Cyclone can still sling it. His Godspeed team is in the championship of the national tournament. You think these guys like the game better without getting hit? No, uh, but they're healthier. Mm -hmm. uh, NFL Network carries these games. We are going to see more flag football every year of the years we have left in our <laughs> lifetimes. I agree. Yeah. A story from the Wall Street Journal suggests adult men wearing ball caps are immature. What? What? That's dumb. The Wall Street Journal needs to get off its high horse. Yes, it does. I am pro ball cap 100% and wear them all the time. And you're not even balding. Mm. I am. I, too, love wearing ball caps. I'm going to keep wearing ball caps, John. Come on. They look stylish. They look cool, right? Yeah, they do. All right, maybe the Wall Street Journal is right after all. Do you see this photo? <laughs> I'm told that's the usually bearded Iowa nice guy, Scott Sipker, yeah. at a drag show, although... I'm still not sure. He did this for charity, but can you confirm that this is him? Yes, I can. From beard to babe, or at least wannabe babe. My wife Jenny attended the show and said she had a blast. Wow. Scott was nervous and says he now has newfound respect for the effort it takes for women to get ready. It's hard to even see Scott Sipker right there, isn't it? I, we're, we're sure that's him. It is definitely him. He also pointed out how hard it is to walk in high heels. He wore size 12s. That'd be hard to find. Because yeah. that, that's what, a 14 in women's sizes? I think you're going the wrong way. The other way? way? Okay, yeah. 10, 10? Okay, I'm thinking the other way. But that, we're, sure, we're sure that's Scott. That's Scott. Yeah, I think, first of all, you got to get past there's no beard. No, yeah, the yeah, beard is throwing me off here. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, somebody's pointed out it looks like Marilyn Manson. Do you know Marilyn Manson? I do, yeah. Um, he needs to, the makeup needs a little tweaking, but I can see what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. As a woman, Scott's a good looking man. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Over under, cups, overrated, flippy cup. I could never get into this. Was this your thing? Wait a minute. It's overrated. This, this is, I, I, I'm not even, I can't even agree with that. What? Flippy cup is not overrated. You liked flippy cup. Flippy Cup was my college go-to game at parties. What did you like about it? 
you flip a cup and drink some beer. Why not just drink the beer? Because it's, it's a game while you're playing it. it you know, you get five there, people there on other one side. Games that you can play a game and drink beer. But th this one is like drinking beer it's with dumb. a skill. No, drink it, just and you flip that cup, you try to get it to land on the other side. All right, underrated though, World Cup. That was a fun month. I am going to miss it. I did like the knockout runs. The first round was a little slow, but I liked the knockout rounds. Yeah, well, I, uh, today, four to two, that helps, right? The scoring, yeah, yeah the, people the like goals. The over-under in Vegas, I think, was two. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, World Cup's over. We're yep. done with it, and this morning, we got one minute left in the show, so this is almost over. We're done with their style of flopping, because it's, oh, 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 that totally hit me. Oh, uh, tw <laughs> 25 life for flopping, for flopping. That was that was uh, like Neymar's yeah. flop right there, wasn't it? I think that, that was, was straight uh, out of the Neymar geez, book, right, right there. Right out yeah. of the Neymar book. Uh, I'm still reeling a little bit from Chris from Green Bay calling yeah, John. You, me what, too. What age do you think you were when uh, Chris from Green Bay was on the show on a regular basis? And uh, do you remember him? This, this. I don't remember. Clip. So the, you said 22 years when the show started. So yeah. was, was, in, was this in the beginning? Uh, this is the Brett Favre Packer years, and Chris. Chris had uh, had announced on the show if the Packers lost a game, he was that certain of them going undefeated, that he would let a listener who couldn't stand him shave his head. Oh wow! So they lost. So I, was, I was probably Packers about 16 lost. around this time. Yeah. And that lady there, she was very nice. She was from, I believe she was from Carlisle. Can't remember her now name. Now look at that Iowa State alternate uniform she's wearing. See, there's there's one more. Yeah, and look at Chris. You put a light bulb in his in his face. There. Oh man, that's an old shot. I look exactly the same. Am I right? Um, I mean, can you even tell? I mean, see. there's probably somebody tuning in right now that thinks, oh, that must be live. Uh, yeah, you look the same. Thanks. You haven't aged at all. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. All right, that's going to uh, do it for us. We are back next week. We, we hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound-off send-off. State softball starts tomorrow in Fort Dodge. What? Yeah, Martinsdale St. Mary's will be there. The Blue Devils scored four runs in the seventh inning in the regional final, which included this walk-off game-winning hit by freshman Jada Gay. Hopefully, hopefully, more fireworks this week in Fort Dodge. And it won't be that hot. I mean, great weather. Relatively yeah. speaking. Yeah, for what we're used to. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.